Welcome to Bygone Geek. Loading another awesome episode in 3, 2, 1, launch. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Are you telling me that you built a time machine? There's something very important I forgot to tell you. Come with me if you want to learn. All right, Bygone Geeks. Picture this. It's the end of school. Those last couple days, your teacher walks in with a box. What's in the box? It's those yearbooks. You get yours. You see that new cover art. What is the first thing you do? You flip to your photo. Now, this could either be a glow up for you or a blow up. (laughs) You decide. Then you've got to figure out who's going to sign it first. Find yourself on every page. Now, this is right before summer break officially starts. Join us as Bygone Geek goes back to school. Oh, I'm very excited about this episode because elementary school, middle school, and high school all had different feels as they were closing out. Like, I feel like you had some times that it's just like that particular summer kind of felt like you'd... I don't know. It felt like a cheesy late 90s, early 2000 high school movie where you're like, I hope we see each other again someday. And you're playing the next day in summer. Like you're hanging out 24 hours later. But in your mind, you're just like, this is it. This is our final moments. And it's just so dramatic. It was pretty life changing for me to go from a notebook, like pad tablet to an iPad. How was it for you to go from a stone tablet to <laughs> the first orig- origination of paper? What was that like? It was pretty mind blowing. Like, you know, we had to like shred things and create our own pulp and then slam it down flat and dry it out in the, the you know, the sun and, you know, use charcoal to write on it. Yeah. <laughs> How long did it take them to sign your stone yearbook? I mean, the engravings <laughs> alone. I, I mean, you had to save those forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just no furniture that I can store those in. They, they just can't support the weight of such heavy stones. <laughs> but they held up really well. Mine have like, mo- you know, gotten rotten and stuff. I mean, you've got uh, uh, stone tablets that really lasted, lasted at all. <laughs> it has been fun, though. We were going to ask some of Eric's teachers to be uh, guests on the episode, but they've oh, all passed away. Long, rest, rest in peace, all of you. Died thousands of years ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, it does. There, it, it is funny, though, because I feel like every time I think back to the years that I was in like elementary school or middle school, I'm just like, oh, I was, I was like a kindergartner in 1984 or 1989, 1990. And I'm like, that is an eternity ago. Um, <laughs> but no, it's been fun walking down memory lane and more so hearing people's memories, like listeners' memories about their own final days of school and heading into the excitement of summer as a kid. But um, yeah, we're just going to kick this straight off with, uh, we're checking back base to uh, the dusty roads of Kansas. Uh, so here's our here's our first person, Postman Polly. Hey guys, Postman Polly here. Just had to shoot you a message before I head to Costa Rica. But don't worry, I'll be listening. <laughs> so I loved school, but it doesn't matter how much you love school. Like that last day of school is the best. You are so ready. And it always seemed like you had a half day for your last day. Like, what, what is the point? What is the point in that, y'all? <laughs> so I, I remember one thing that had to happen on the last day of school. 
you had to take off all those book covers that you they would give you and you would decorate or you'd even use maybe a paper bag brown paper bag and you decorate you had to get rid of those and then you had to go through every page in your textbook and if you made you could always mark in your textbooks with pencil but if you did then you had to spend a good hour erasing everything that you wrote in those stupid textbooks. So you would do all that. And then perhaps you'd empty out your locker. I'd find my trapper keeper at the bottom of my locker. Cause I, as cool, I always, as I always thought trap trapper keepers were, I never used it. There was always that one kid that I think that one kid always just loved the sound of that Velcro peeling off in class. I don't know. Maybe that's just uh at my school, but that's the way it seemed. And then you would walk out the door into that glorious sunlight and it'd be like, uh, it would be like Mel Gibson and Braveheart. It would just be like freedom. And then you, you, you just want to start singing summer, summer, summertime. <laughs> and then all you can think about is being at the pool every day with your friends. And then you turn to your mom and say, I'm bored. <laughs> Peace out, guys. I feel like uh, Postman Paulie is all jazzed up about his <laughs> Costa Rica trip. <laughs> yeah, talk about summer summer plans right there. <laughs> he, I feel like he covered a lot of different things that I actually wasn't expecting people to share, but also things that I had completely forgot about. I remember at the beginning of school being given local grocery store. You had to bring in local grocery store brown paper bags. And cover your stone tablet because, you know, they need to be covered, you know. <laughs> um, um, but like I, I specifically remember that process and, and that you did it in a way that you didn't have to tape them shut. Like you folded it inward so it didn't like destroy, you know, the, the book. Um, and and I, I feel like I had so many drawings and sketches and everything under the sun covering those book covers by the end of the year that I totally forgot. And so Postman Polly brought this up, the cleanup process of the final few days of school. I did not remember that at all until he mentioned that. Yeah, I didn't either. And I don't picture yours in in, in bags. I picture like uh, goat skin and sheep's wool, <laughs> whatever they could find back then. Um, but uh, <laughs> it did more damage to your your books and tablets than anything. But I, I didn't. I it's it, that is one of those little nuggets of memories that was definitely long gone for me until someone had mentioned book covers. And I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. Talk about a thing that our kids will not have to, they don't have to do now. Like that's something got, that is just done away with, I assume, because um, every kid has a device now mm -hmm. uh, and, and all that. So uh, it's interesting uh, what I thought of those book covers, the, the, the bags was... It, it didn't like unlock in young David's mind that you could write on them. Mm. Like you could then design your own book cover. Yeah. Were you a, this must stay pristine kid or did you write like the S on it, you know, with the lines or a Nike? <laughs> I remember the Nike symbol being on a lot of stuff we would just draw on or, you know, a lot of sports stuff. What, what did you do? I feel like I was a big doodler when I was a kid. I feel like it, my way of sitting there processing what the teacher said was to be like sketching something. I feel like I did that from kindergarten all the way up until even college. Um, I feel like I do it in work meetings now too. Like it's just, it's part of uh, like how my brain processes stuff or how I, uh, you know, ignore things, I guess. Um, <laughs> 
But um, yeah, the amount of those S's that I drew, the amount of like, if it was like a, a local grocery store, it's like sometimes I would have the label face outward because then you could kind of trace around existing mm. designs that were on the bag and stuff like that. But by the end of the year, it's like, it didn't even look like a brown paper bag anymore. It looked like some sort of adventure map, hieroglyphic <laughs> sort of treasure thing, <laughs> you know, because it was months of just either boredom or whatever it might be uh, of just sketching over and over and over again. Um, so yeah, it was, they were definitely a hot mess. And I understand now why you had to cover those books because I mean, I would have just, that amount of doodling, I would have destroyed any, my parents would have been paying for so many school school books, but um, I never actually wrote in the books as mm. much as Postman Polly made reference to if you took pencil notes in it, I never touched the inner pages. It was only yeah. that outer cover. Um, so I never experienced having to go through page by page and erase all of those different things. I couldn't imagine how long that would take. And I remember, especially back in the day, there were some textbooks that the the paper was just like glorified newspaper. I don't mm. know how you're taking a big chunky 90s eraser to such thin tissue paper without shredding every single part of that book. But um, but no, I, I was, um, as much as Postman Polly said that there's that one kid in class that likes the sound of the Velcro, I did. I love the sound of Velcro. <laughs> I, I put that in my notes. I was like, oh my God, they attended the same school. Eric was the Velcro boy. Like I knew, I knew you were doing that. And I know you, you probably like were very, the Velcro has to be precise when you put it back on to cover, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> uh, I'm not, unlike me, like mine can be diagonal. It, I, I just closed the darn thing. Now, my mom can come on here and correct me, but I'm pretty sure I did not have a Trapper Keeper. Um, mm. I, I, I just, I don't recall having a designer style big thing you could open and fold, probably because my mom was like, he will not use it. Um, and they weren't cheap, like especially those licensed ones. Um, you know, I find it hilarious about the book covers and doodling and all that. I, I, I would probably make some random uh, sketches. I also never wrote inside the books. That was something, I don't even know if I opened the books. That's probably the problem. Uh, <laughs> I, I remember them being pristine. I, Mom, I have to get these uh, the Dorito dust off somehow. So let me play some video games, and then I'll get to the textbooks. It was to save the books, right? Um, but I think it was my eighth grade year. I definitely upgraded to these. You talked about paper thin pages, paper thin, not spandex, but an elasticy see-through design material that you could put on the books. Mm -hmm. I mean, it did. It did not do any protection to like the book itself. They were like, you could, you know, Hulk Hogan tearing his shirt kind of thing. Like they were just, <laughs> this, they could be destroyed. But I remember getting those and I thought that was really cool. One thing that stuck out to me though, and I'm glad he brought this up and it, it seems universal, but that last day of school was a half day. <laughs> it, it, it just landed as an early out and, um, and we all loved it. What, what I recall, uh, my, my, sixth grade year end of sixth grade so you know it'd be summer and then going into seventh grade i had a great school year well kind of but the end of there was a, i remember this being there was a friday and then it was monday tuesday wednesday half day and we were done you used monday and tuesday to return your books and that, that part of my story too is i remember them announcing like you have to have your books returned or you don't get your report card 
Oh. Which I always thought was a great loophole to not get your report card. Like, <laughs> oh, I'll check. I was like, Bell, I'm amazed. I'll have to check this out. I'll have this, you know? And like, I, I always thought that was like, uh, yeah, uh, the school is, you're doing, you know, that's not a good thing. But uh, Friday, sixth grade, end of sixth grade year. Like, you know, sixth grade's monumental. Like, it's your oh, after yeah. elementary school, your first year middle school. Um, I had a buddy not you know just i think it was one of those like david try new things be friends with this kid you weren't really friends in elementary school though but i don't know you you, you kind of level up in a grade and you so you just like i'm gonna try i'm gonna be edgy i'm gonna be a bad boy yeah and it was that friday i referenced where then it goes into a weekend and then you have three days left and that last is a half day we got in a fight we got in a fight outside in like the main concourse where, which is the worst place to get in a fight when you say words like main and concourse. Why? Because every teacher in their mind is having that time to be out there to watch you. It's right. like the worst place to get in a fight. We got in a fight. I remember them pulling us off each other. We had to go sit in the office um, and we got suspended. I got suspended on that last, so basically the last week of school uh-huh. and what they did. And I, I hear here, here I am, how I talked about returning books. They were like, well, you're not going to, you know, I used, like, you're going to be suspended Monday and Tuesday. And I went, well, I, I tried like, oh, the mom, my mom's going to be so mad. That didn't really work. And then I said, uh, how am I going to return my books? You know, they, they were like, you'll find, t- it'll be okay. <laughs> Anyways, I got suspended first and last time ever. What they had to do was count Friday Monday and Tuesday, so we could come back on that half day Wednesday uh-huh. and get our yearbook signed and have pizza and whatever. Like, it, it was also another loophole. Like, mm-hmm. did we just get to miss until Wednesday <laughs> yeah. uh, on this last week of school? Like, that was pretty wild. And I honestly think, bloody nose and all, him and I just both like maybe smirked at each other, like, oh my God. Did we just win this thing <laughs> through, you know, um, it was, it was it, but, but then again, I, then that, that remember of like, oh my God, now I, it's, what is my mother going to do? Right. Oh, yeah. So immediately yeah. like every feel ever like gulp kind of thing. Um, I remember my grandfather had to pick me up though. Cause my mom was working and I just remember like that car ride home. What's mom going to say? What is going to happen? What's going to do? And he's like, mom, your mother knows, obviously, but we're going to figure this out, this and that. And I remember those next couple of days, I think the, 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 the act I put on myself, the blame and the punishment, all that was worse than anything, I think, you know, and I didn't have, it wasn't like a free ride Monday or Tuesday, but I, I just remember like, wow, I got suspended this. And that was kind of like a total rewrite the ship for me going into the next couple of years and phases of, of my life. That one moment, like getting in trouble like that and never getting in trouble. I was a goody boy, like for sure. Yeah. Um, like that changed it. But I just thought that was hilarious. Like that last half day for me was I, I got to miss three days before that. <laughs> it was just the wildest thing that I never thought was going to happen. But yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, for sure. So the important question is, did you win the fight? Mm. I will go on record and saying I was watching a lot of WWE at the time. <laughs> and it was more of like he speared me and I tried to DDT him. <laughs> and then we were then it was broken up. I mean, 
You can, it's like getting a fight at a food court. Like yeah. the worst place to get in a fight. We the the teachers were on us in a split second. Yeah. And so it just this is again young David. Toys don't move by themselves. We we just chose the worst place to get in a fight, but probably for the best thing as well. And it was you know over 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 little stuff. But now you know I think you had reference with your friend talking about driving and Bobby getting speeding tickets. Yeah. And his kids. <laughs> now my daughter, whenever she listens to this, when Whenever I make her listen to these episodes, <laughs> she's gonna be like, "You got suspended!" <laughs> like, it's just so wild, uh, you know. And I remember thinking, "This is gonna be on my record forever." Um, did I just ruin? <laughs> talking about summer, did I just ruin my summer? Yeah, crazy. The, the crazy record. Stuff. I remember the record too. They're yeah. like, "It's gonna be your permanent file, your, your permanent per- record. <laughs> you can't take it back. This will go to the grave with you." <laughs> like. <laughs> They, I feel like for as much as adults back in the day didn't quite think through punishments like suspensions where you got a vacation from school, they were, whoever was the brilliant person to come up with permanent record mm-hmm. that it, this will never go away. It will ruin your future. I mean, that was the fear alone that you needed to be, <laughs> yes, you know, yeah. on the straight and narrow. Like I, I, I always was so concerned about my permanent record. What would be sent home to my parents? Um, I was lucky enough that I never got in a fight. All, like during school, I got in fights during summer break, like all mm. the time where it's just like you're playing sports with people. It's the heat of the summer. Kids are irritable. You throw a couple punches <laughs> at each other. And it just makes me feel like as much as in your mind, and we always reference how grand our child mind is with movies and things like that in this show. I really wonder truly in our minds how the fight truly went that it's just like, you know, there probably was a neighbor next door or there probably was a teacher who wasn't like the first one to intervene. Who's watching these two sixth graders, what 11, 12 years old, probably (laughs) in your mind, you're doing a DDT his mind. He's doing a Goldberg spear (laughs) that in reality, it just kind of looks like you're awkwardly hugging each other. Probably. (laughs) Definitely. It did not look cool at all. Yeah, it definitely did not match what was on the, you know, in that ring in WCW or WWF. Um, But yeah, I agree with you that there was a handful of times. There was one time, I believe, in elementary school where I got in a little bit of like a like a verbal fight with a friend of mine and a teacher is just like, keep it down, knock it off. And Mm -hmm. we still continue to do it that she then sent us to the detent, the room that detention is at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And And she just had us in there for five minutes and both of us turned into the biggest, but like we, we wanted to become FBI informants. (laughs) Like within five minutes, we're going to snitch on everybody. Get us out of here. We need immunity. (laughs) Like we didn't have any allegiances to anybody. And that was her whole ploy though, is put you in there. So you feel like, Oh no, like I'm getting detention. They're going to fill out a note. I'm going to have to take that home. And just like you said, What's mom going to do? What's Mm. dad going to do? But it was, it was just five minutes. She didn't even formally give us a a detention. She knew that those few minutes would terrify us enough that we wouldn't do that. (laughs) We wouldn't do that again. Um, But I mean, I had, I had a handful of people that it's just like, they were fine. They were just like, what's his toes? Um, 
uh, I can't remember his name in Breakfast Club, but the punk kid in Breakfast Club who every single time the principal's just like, you want another week? And he just like keeps ramping it up. There were those kids, man, that it's just like detention, suspension, expulsion. They didn't care. <laughs> they Did just you just like, use a reference from your end of school days from like this? What's his toes? <laughs> I've never, never I, heard, I've never heard of that. No, that must be between you and uh, who's the director who does all Dust Till Dawn and all those movies I don't watch, Kill Bill. Oh, uh, he's, um, he's yeah. got a pretty good foot fetish. Is that what you Quentin have? Quentin Tarantino. With the, <laughs> you getting Quentin Tarantino go around, what's his toes? <laughs> no, it's just that I've lived so long that we didn't start with toes. We had flippers and then we developed, we evolved into toes and we're like, what's his toes? <laughs> what's his toes? That's what, that's, my daughter would love it. The Little Mermaid reference. Uh, that's what Urs, Ursula would go around. What's his toes? Um, you know, you gotta love Postman uh, Polly too for how... In what in what world are we going to get a Braveheart reference in this episode? I mean, that's fantastic. Like, <laughs> I can talk about hearing him with that memory, and then seeing Mel Gibson in my mind with that flowing hair and the face yeah. paint, and like, do you? What are you? I, I mean, it's just like I'm there on the grass fields with him in that moment, <laughs> and I think we. I don't know one person. Uh, maybe they exist, but like, who who wasn't ready for that moment of the yes. final bell and then you walk out and it was like freedom and like just like all of a sudden that that summer air hits you it changes it's different it and it's like wow okay here we go it's always so funny though like you're literally going to see the same people the next day but not in school <laughs> not in school and that that was what's great like there wasn't i didn't have too many life changing you know, move, people moving away or things like that. It was pretty constant, but we weren't in school. What's funny is we'd go back to school though to play, yeah. like and be like, now we can roam here without any rules, you know. <laughs> and I, I always remembered that. And it sounds like maybe I, I wonder if Postman Polly did that too. Like uh, had some of these, and I wonder what his trapper keeper looked like. Maybe he'll have to uh, chime in on that at some point. But then he ended with pool time. I mean. You know, I grew up in the desert, like, so, you know, pools weren't the most, like, you would think they would be, but I mean, like, water bill and stuff, like, oh, yeah, it's you know, but my aunt and uncle had a pool, and, and we would go and do that, but I mean, I was just telling another buddy, like, pool time, ice, popsicles, playgrounds, that's summer, you know yeah. what I mean, and it just hits differently, you mm -hmm. know, so, yes, uh, you know, I just want to, Postman, Polly, I hope you have a great time on your trip, Thank you for listening. I hope, uh, yeah, this has sparked other memories for you. And just thanks for giving us some laughs. That was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I agree, though, when he mentioned the, the, the swimming pool stuff. My parents, probably when I was like four or five, or maybe like five, six, they, um, pools were abundant in Northeast Ohio, I feel like, because it was wet. The water was cheap, you know, and, but weirdly it's like you would think and it, like you said, you're in a desert where you need to cool down year round. I'm in an area that for maybe three months out of the year, you opened up that pool and the rest of the yeah. time it was a block of ice. <laughs> like right. it just doesn't make sense. But we had an above ground pool because, you know, I had like one friend. Yeah. One friend that had a, uh, um, a below ground pool, like an actual pool pool. And he was just like, oh, my God, you must be a billionaire um, because everybody else had the cheap, you know, whatever you got from Walmart, just 
thinnest aluminum with like a tarp. It seriously yeah. was just a tarp on the inside of it. But I had some of my funnest summer, summer memories in that pool. And this, like even the, the smell of chlorine, like the smell of a chemical that'll kill you <laughs> brings comfort to me. <laughs> like that when I go to a hotel and I smell chlorine, um, even when I'm cleaning and I use too much bleach, I'm just like, oh, it smells like summer, That it just smells like a pool. I'm weird. Um, but it, uh, I, I, even the, like, uh, like, do you, I, like the inner tubes, the old blow up inner tubes that oh, you used yeah. to have, the smell of that particular rubber of those inner, inner tubes also just like triggers me back to to summer and I, I my my sister had her birthday every year it was at the end of july the last day of july and so every party she had if it wasn't thunderstorming we were at that pool in in the pool or when we opened presents we were barely dry right next to the pool opening the presents and then a microsecond later jumping back into that pool oh, yeah. it was just it was so much fun and popsicles push pops ice cream man, like all of those things. It was so good. I can picture it now, your sister opening her gifts and this and that, and you just hear, put that inner tube down. <laughs> you know, you're just smelling inner tubes, smelling <laughs> the water, just a lot. It explains so much now. You you were huffing the wrong things at a young, that explains what's his toes now. It's all making sense. Uh, and you were totally right in the sense of, and hey, everyone's got... I was at the library yesterday and some kids were saying, oh, this kid's weird and this and that. And I heard a mom go, everyone's got a little weird inside them. I'd love it. You are totally weird though, because I was walking down. This is so funny. Eric and I, uh, uh, people see, we just took a guy's trip and I was walking in uh, downtown Des Moines and they had a downtown pool down there. Dude, I was loving my my vibe. My kids, that's what they say, right? They're my vibe. Right, and yeah. uh, I was vibing and just having a great time. And I turned the corner in this pool and that smell ruined everything. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, what is that? It's a pool. Like, oh, just, I hate indoor pools. I hate the wetness of the floor. It's like... The bathroom scene from um, tra Planes, Trains, and Automobiles mm -hmm. is what I the pool is to me and the yeah. floor like mm -hmm. i like an outdoor pool but i don't uh, even some of that i am like Bleh. but like yeah that smell just made my nose curl up and ruined everything <laughs> i had to like i i was like race walking past it i was like oh i can't i don't want to smell this ever again so no i hope my You're daughters a monster i am it's if, i don't want if they I am begging them not to ever have pets and to not join swimming. Like we'll do swimming <laughs> lessons and we'll go to the outdoor pool and do the water slides and all that. That's fine. But I am not raising swimmers. I will divert <laughs> uh, any way possible to, to do that. So yes, I, I maybe, maybe in the time travelers club, we could do a poll of who's yay and a for that smell. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and just the, again, the vibe of pools, uh, indoor pools. And things I like think, that. I think you might be alone on this one. Oh no. Yeah, I think you might. I know so many people that the smell of a pool is what cues summer <laughs> in their mind. But this makes sense now. It's like during the the guys trip that David was talking about, we went to swimming class with your with your girls and David sat like 100 yards away from the pool. <laughs> Yeah. So it makes sense now. I was in my sitting car. There disgust. I, I zoomed in thinking it was still COVID time. Like, no, talking to the instructor on a, a Skype call or something. No. Yeah. I, I The smell of an indoor indoor pool. But yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Postman uh, Polly. What a great, great memory. Yeah. He had a lot of things packed in there. 
Um, so the next person we're going to jump right into is other Paul. Um, so we're doing back-to-back Pauls. <laughs> Let's see what this one's going to be. Oh, well, not last day. We fought over the turkey skin like it was a yearbook. I didn't have a yearbook, so we all signed each other's turkey skin, had a big old tug-of-war, and uh, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder. He's what never going to leave a memory again. <laughs> no, ever. I'm surprised he's left any since that first one that we razzed him. Yeah, because I am curious what summer break is like with Hannibal Lecter. You know, that's intriguing to me. <laughs> it puts uh, the lotion on the yearbook. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. So, so here's here's Paul's memory. What if he never there, signed yeah. anything and he just left turkey skin on the page, like? Or do some turkey skin. <laughs> Just the juices. That's all I want. Oh, that'd be so great. Write this in blood. Turkey juice. Okay. <laughs> He'd put a dead a dead moth in there. <laughs> You know, just like Buffalo Bill. But uh, later, you see him in the room at the end of the day that he's taking it back and he's eating it. I have to have it. It's fine. <laughs> now we've turned him into Gollum with turkey skin. Oh, boy. I feel like from this point on, I need to put a voice modulator on him so he sounds like <laughs> Buffalo Bill. <laughs> like, that would really add to this. Um, but all right. So here's, here's Paul's memory. Hey, Erica David. Thinking of the last days of school, there's one thing that really just pops into mind and I'm thinking, of course, of uh, field day, which we always had a couple of days before the end of school. And, uh, I, you know, I thought of this one because my kids now, they have field day, uh, which I've actually volunteered at. And, and for the most part, I would say it's uh, relatively similar to well, what it was when I was young. But we had this one event at field day, you know, amongst the races and the water stuff and all of that, where they brought in this giant ball. And we, I don't even know what we did with the ball, but it was giant. I think looked like the earth and we did stuff with it. And I don't know, but it was so exciting. It's in my, in my brain, this, this giant earth ball. Um, but yeah, anyway, it, it was a, it was a great memory. I love field day. I think kids still love field day today. <clears throat> and that's my memory. You get a little choked up at the end there with the earth the, ball. That earth ball got him really, really emotional. <laughs> <laughs> He's very fond of the earth. Um, I is. do. I remember field day being huge, though. Like I, like I think it was a couple. I think there was two or three different times that we had field day. But I know for sure, in the final week of school, was by far the biggest one. And um, I vaguely, when he mentions this big earth ball, I have a vague memory of a giant earth ball too. So that must have been a touring. Midwest Earth Ball mm. to Kids Fields Day um, because we had we had a big area of like the blacktop that was painted as the continental United States and and you would play like state tag and things like that so like you're it's a cheesy way of learning the states while like disguising it as as tag um, but I re- I remember this giant Earth Ball on that blacktop that we added it to the the tag. To where if you got hit by the giant earth ball, that was considered that tag you're out sort of thing. Um, but I, I, one of my coolest and fondest memories of, of um, the field day was our principal. His name, and I'm not making this up, I'm not being mean. His no, principal boy. was Mr. Boring. You would think if you're going into education, you would change your name. <laughs> uh, if you're going into life, you should change your name. <laughs> and the funny thing is, it's like he was probably like six foot two, 
had this like curly gray hair. He was an older guy and had this very deep, monotone, boring sounding voice. Like it matched what his name was. But he was, a, if you didn't get on his bad side, he was a very nice guy. But when you got on his bad side, that deep voice was so terrifying. And the fact that he's like six foot two just made it so much freakier. But needless to say, Mr. Boring, with all of his either you love him or he was intense and he freaked you out, he would get into a dunk tank and let the elementary school kids throw the balls to knock him into the dunk tank. And he probably, I mean, I would assume was dunked on that field day hundreds upon hundreds of times. And I thought that that was the coolest thing ever, that the leader of our school was willing to have fun with us like that. But yeah, Mr. Boring, um, at least on that day, not so boring. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's funny, these field day memories that he talks about, like when he said field day, my, I know this would have probably been because he says he volunteered with his kids, like a younger memory. But I remember mine when I was a senior in high school. Weirdly, like we we did have a field day, with, and they called it like a ditch day for seniors, and we got special shirts like uh, for graduation and stuff. Um, they put up huge, huge moon bounce obstacle course things. Um, we didn't have an Earth Ball that I remember, but it that does sound awesome. I do remember in elementary school that one teacher who had the idea of like. How can we get them to learn this country? Let's make them play tag on it. And then that ruined tag for everyone. Um, so uh, I, I remember that kind of stuff. But like, uh, I, I, I do just remember thinking that because we were seniors, like field day. Why? Why? But like the once you shed that and it's like you're all just having fun and it, it was awesome. Those obstacle courses on the moon bounce were almost like some of those like Japanese game shows where the stuff would hit you back and things oh, like yeah. that. It was just a lot of fun. Um, and the shirts were really cool. Now my, I think my sister just volunteered for her, her kids like outdoor activity today. And it, I kind of got like the, the shiver, like, Ooh, 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 Ooh. <laughs> you know, like, Oh man, that sounds scout. I think it's going to be up for that one. Oh uh, no, I, I'm sure I'd have a blast, but yeah, it's, it, that's a lot. So Paul, uh, you know, I, I'm with you on that. I will be there one day volunteering at the, uh, my kids' field days. And now that I'm in the Midwest, maybe there will be this giant earth ball and, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll keep that going. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I, uh, some random memories I have of field day is one year we had a, I don't know if the technique is a falconer. Is that what's considered somebody who handles a falcon, falconite, falconeer? I don't, something like that. Um, but it's such a 90s thing to get all of the kids into the gymnasium and let a giant falcon with oh. giant talons fly around this enclosed space. <laughs> um, but he, he would give you this, like, you could go up and take this giant leather glove. And the falcon would just, like, shoot around and come. I'm realizing I should just stop this story. It's making me seem like that it, I am from a prehistoric era. This sounds like a prehistoric activity. <laughs> like I just, uh... Your birth ball was the first formations of the earth, um, like an asteroid yeah, or that something. Was, that, yeah, that was us getting, you know, the big bang together. That was us pulling together what is the creation of earth. It wasn't a ball. What us. are you going to play with today on field day? I brought in a t- Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, good. It's going to eat the, claw, uh, the the falcon you played with. Yes, And yeah, I mean, falconer probably was the first origin name for that that field job so yes it all makes sense now 
<laughs> well, and I'm realizing too, I won't even share my second one because it was a boomerang guy, but also that just sounds prehistoric too. But it's like, <laughs> like again, you're throwing boomerangs above just a few feet above like kindergartners heads. So it seems, you know, relatively dangerous, but yeah, I, apparently, um, you're convincing me now that I did grow up in prehistoric eras with falconers and boomerangers yeah. and giant earth balls. <laughs> <laughs> they sound, I mean, these are, we're all preparing you for the challenges of life ahead. I would love honestly to kick a uh, kick around, throw around a boomerang because well, do you, are boomerangs now like like a drone where they're like radio or, or you so. know yeah. like not radio but um uh, you know race car like they come back to you kind of thing like remote controlled is what yeah. I'm thinking of. Um, I, I do think if you took out a straight up, this is where you get your cool points back. Some a straight up regular boomerang and threw it, people would be like like kids would be like whoa how did that came right back to you? That's yeah. pretty awesome. Like mm-hmm. I I feel that. Um, but then it'd probably get old to them pretty quick. Like, oh, for sure. That's you know, all it does. <laughs> it does yeah. That that, oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, I do feel like it would entertain kids for one or two times nowadays. And then they'd probably, yeah, go back to their drone that can go 90 miles an hour and fly around, wear a giant VR headset as they're using it. Um, yeah, in yeah. the VR, they are the boomerang. <laughs> they just fly all around. Uh, well, Paul, I appreciate that that memory. Uh, turkey skinless, nonetheless, it was a wonderful uh, memory. So I, that that was great. I lo- so I love just to quickly recap. I love that we are. This was a this has been great because it is hitting on things that I didn't think about. The book covers, field day, like another memory, like unlocked. And like I can picture that shirt we got to wear for that day for that one specific day, and I'll probably end up probably never wore it ever again. Yeah. But you know, it was it was cool to 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 definitely do. So yeah, thank you, Paul. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the next bygone geek we have is Trevor. Here is Trevor's memory. Hello there, fellow bygone geekers. It's Trevor here. Uh, I thought it'd be fun to call in and read some of the shorter notes left in my yearbook so let's go ahead and jump in hey hey since i don't know you that well i guess i won't say much even though we had many fun times windows falling out duct tape trucks and even though i have a bad memory i will definitely remember things like that for the rest of my life love you buddy not that way (laughs) uh hey man it was great getting to hang out with you over the year Good luck with everything. Keep in touch. Hey, Trevor. One, you suck. Two, quit stalking me already. Haha, JK. No, really, this year has been fun in math class and stuff. Yeah, stay cool and all. Oh, and three, DBZ sucks too. No, it doesn't. That's a lie. Uh, Hey, Trevor. Hey, buddy. I'm so glad I met you this year. You are such a nice guy, and I wish you the very best of luck in the future. Chorus was so much fun uh, this year, and keep on singing. I wish you the best of luck uh, on being a new daddy. You'll be awesome. You're such a sweet guy, and keep on smiling, because many times you've cheered me up when I was sad. Call me sometime, and have a great summer. Hey, Trevor. We've had a great year. You are such a great guy. It's been nice getting to know you. You crack me up. Don't ever change. Best wishes next year with college and your baby arriving. You'll be a great dad. Give me a call this summer and we can hang out before college and everything. And uh, it's going to cut me off, so I'll stop there and just say thank you to uh, 
David and crew for giving me the chance to call in. I feel like if we ever have an audiobook, we're going to have Trevor read it. <laughs> like, I, yeah, like yeah. I, was, I was listening to an audiobook there. <laughs> yes, I could hear. Yes, I hear uh, everything visualized. Um, I, I mentioned it in the intro, the yearbook, how monumental that was for all of us. And I love that he got on and read those messages because it truly, you know, it, it brought it all home in the sense of what the yearbook was. Sentimental, random, fun joking uh acquaintances who wrote in it and like i don't really know you but i remember this and this and that and like it still sparks joy like when you go back and open these things up and look at these messages it definitely just shows you a true locked in time of your life and yes. what you were into and what you might still be into now like i think it was referenced dragon ball z like you know that's something that I, i'm pretty sure he's definitely still into um and a lot of people are what they liked in high school um but i just love that random assortment of messages from people because uh you know things like in writing and versus verbal can like be taken in a variety of ways right and same with texting and email when you hear the yearbook messages back they still somehow like were clear and what the message was. Yes. Um, especially with those little, we all did it like just kidding. Yeah. Our, uh -huh, little, our own emojis <laughs> written out. Yeah. Like yeah. it all still worked, especially that stop stalking me one, you know, like it's just great. Uh, and I love the little, there, there are little callbacks in these messages um, based on the relationships uh, formed with these people. So when you do go back and read your messages like Trevor did, you can hear that within them. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's funny because I ended up because of the voicemails, um, I ended up opening up my yearbooks <laughs> and looking. And it's funny because there are so many of them that are very similar in the same. We wrote all in the same tone. Like it's the haha -ha, JK, like, and like trying to have a little joke, trying to have something in there that just like makes it memorable. Um, you have a piece of paper you're holding. I didn't know you could go to Kinko's and take a tablet and put it on one of their copier machines and make a paper. Oh, it's that's true. pretty good. Yeah. That's impressive. <laughs> How many copy machines have you broken putting your tablets on here? There's, there's a conversion service where you ship away on a semi truck your giant, you know, <laughs> your giant stones, and they uh, they bring this uh, newfangled thing called paper back to you. Um, yeah, there's conversion service for everything. <laughs> yeah, it's that safe service. VHS to digital, a VHS to disc and then that little <laughs> little bottom of the paper we also do stone tablets too. <laughs> you don't want stone tablet to digital no i'm not ready for that yet it's the stone <laughs> tablet to paper first oh okay <laughs> yeah it um it is funny though when you go through this because it does you know it, it, it does really date you and you realize how much people say different things or only know one thing about you it's like there's people in here it's just like i played trumpet in school and so it's just like hey uh, keep up the trumpet playing um similar to you know with trevor just like um i we're in chorus together so keep on singing it's like that's all you can say you only know one right. dimension of the i love the don't ever change yeah don't <laughs> ever like, well. the amount of don't ever changes in this or you're such a nice guy is mm. so prevalent throughout this and rereading some of these is just like the amount of friend zones in here it's like <laughs> it's nothing but friend zones um that's what it pay you know it doesn't pay to be a nice guy <laughs> apparently <laughs> um but it's funny i have a 
a friend of mine in here that I was in a, a way back in the day, I was in a, a, a punk band in high school. And he says, I hope we make it big. I have set high expectations for myself uh, and do so for yourself. Good luck. So you had these like ones that like, you're like, your teenage brain thinks you're going to achieve <laughs> the most irrational thing. And it's just, I remember like, that's the one thing I am curious about. And I would be curious with, um, with Trevor too, is you're so used to seeing yearbooks where it's just people signing you. I would love to see what I was dumb enough to sign in other people, <laughs> in other people's yearbooks, because I know I was, a, I was kind of a, I thought myself to be a funny guy. So I, I, I would sit there with somebody's yearbook and try to think it was straight up Michael Scott. Like Michael mm. Scott trying to sign a Meredith's birthday card that he's try, he's trying to think of the funniest joke. Like I, I feel like I would way way overthink it. Um, but there was let's see who do I this one, the uh, Jennifer Jennifer that I went to school with. She just has in here Eric, you suck. Um, <laughs> P.S. Just kidding, you rock. Keep blowing your horn. <laughs> so you have some people that you're just like okay. This is uh, interesting, and there's a handful. I don't even know who the heck they are. Oh like, yeah, I, I do not even remotely remember them. Um, but it, but it, it's like you had because you didn't want to to get to someone the like the la That's the hard part with yearbooks. Like, who do you have to sign first, and then who are you saving? Like, it's almost like in wrestling. That first match is going to be amazing, but you know you still have your last match that's going right. to be even better. But like. But then you you need the middle filler. It's a lot like wrestling now that I think about it. Um, <laughs> because when you get to the last person, you don't want nothing. Yes. Like you don't want to hear, oh, I'm the first person to sign this. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? You need a bunch of, <laughs> I sound so mean, a bunch of nobodies. <laughs> um, <laughs> a bunch of uh, jobbers. I was a bunch of low card people. <laughs> I was referenced on another podcast and they described me as like, he was a he was a cool guy in high school. <laughs> and I just have now turned that as I was a sh- <laughs> you know, like that's just all that man. Um, and that's that's fine. We learn and we grow. But yeah, the yearbook is funny in that way because you do not just want to come into that last person, you know, empty handed with us, you know, and, yeah. and then that puts pressure on them. And blah, 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 blah. and then, you know, where who gets a whole page? Mm-hmm. That was that's always something. And I think someone will maybe might be talking about that later. But yeah, I just find that that hilarious. Um, I gosh, anyone who knows me. I knows I'm not a doctor, but I have the handwriting of one. So God bless anyone who went back and tried to read whatever chicken scratch I wrote. Mm-hmm. It was probably to the uh, summer amount of like, hey, you're awesome. Uh, hey, you're really cool. Like I didn't, I did care less about writing something. Did I still want to receive a Hallmark style message? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I was not like a, a writer or I, I just wanted, again, uh, shit. I just wanted my messages. I wanted mine signed. Right. I, oh, you signed mine? Yeah, sure. And then chuck it behind a locker. Hey, where's my yearbook at? Oh, uh, no. But, you know, just like, it just yeah, I was not a a good storyteller when it comes to writing things. And uh, uh, But I, I didn't have to bust out my yearbooks um, from my memory because there's, there's one that I just remember locked in into my brain. It was my eighth grade year. So now we're talking next, it's summer, then you're a freshman in high school. Yeah. 
where uh, I honestly remember like that that came to a point where yearbooks stopped being cool. Like in my high school days, I we got them, but it wasn't like as cool because then you had phones. You mm-hmm. could constantly talk to these people or constantly avoid them. And that's totally fine. Like you wanted to talk to them. That's a whole nother episode, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, it just became not a thing. But I remember there was a lot of pressure that eighth grade yearbook, right? Mm-hmm. And the gal I was dating at the time, I remember this, she wrote... Dear David, I really like you a lot. I hope we can continue being together for uh, some time. And my aunt read it. It was like, for some time. I don't think this is going to last long, buddy. (laughs) You know? And I just remember being like crushed. Like, I thought it was a good message. Mm -hmm. Again, young David, toys don't move by themselves. It was like, yeah, and then for some time. Yeah, I don't know, dude. You might want to rethink this whole this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure our relationship didn't even last through that summer. Um, but like, it's just, I remember that message. She got a whole page. I remember that. She wrote it in like purple and pink. Girls, uh, uh, the girls, I'm, I'm sure guys did too, but the girls who signed mine would do like multi-colors. Oh, and for sure. Markers and all that. Um, but yeah, I, I just remember... Even it's so funny. We read these random the the random message now from people we may not even remember. But at that time, even if they were filler, they met. They still met something like, "Oh my gosh, can you believe Johnny said this and this and that?" You know, and it was a probably a sentence, but mm-hmm. but you know, written on a yearbook. Three words here, two words at the bottom, yeah. one word there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just. <laughs> It's not in a, what is that, AP style format? Definitely, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I do remember um, just, just loving the yearbook. It was a special, special time. Um, just, it's, it still sparks joy knowing that I have them. That's kind of, you know, we talk about collectibles and nostalgia. Yeah. That is a true that is our personal something from our set. If, if life is a big giant set, these are our, ours, yeah. you know, that's yeah. pretty cool. It's our, 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 um, on on set items. So yeah, yeah. they definitely still love having them. Yeah. It's, it's true. There is, it's probably only once every few years that I'll break them out and look at them. And it is an interesting time travel for sure. Because like you remember, specific people some some you don't sadly um but it's there are times it's just like when i read certain things i'm just like oh i remember that i was dating this person that year and and that they wrote this at the time that we were dating Mm. not knowing that six months down the road we had like a brutal breakup (laughs) like it's just um it's like so it is it's very much this 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 storyline of your life and of all these crazy childhood and teenage decisions and people who you had falling outs with, people who you DDT'd in the, <laughs> you know, in the school, like it's just, it's, it, it, you're right. It very much is kind of this giant storyline, this giant script. And each year, this yearbook is like your script that everybody kind of signs and commemorates it with. But yeah, there is a charm. There very much is a charm to it. And I don't know any other thing. Um that 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 is that way 
Like every once in a while, it's like Facebook will send me a memory of like 15 years ago when somebody just sent you a random wall message of wanting to hang out in college for the weekend. That's like, that's the as close as you get to a digital version of this type right. of nostalgia. But there is something about the handwritten pages in the yearbook um, that have a charm to it. Because I agree with you, as I went through my high school yearbooks, my freshman one was packed. Like mm. there was not any white space on the inside of it whatsoever. Sophomore, also pretty, like, like junior, probably a third of the signatures. Yeah. And then senior year, just my girlfriend that year signed the inside front cover. That yeah. was it. And and I feel like it was because everybody was starting to get cell phones. But even more so, that was in the era of you gave your friends your best high school senior portrait that you would get at like a local photographer. Mm, and on the yeah. back of that little wallet print, you would write something. Yeah. And so it's like I have like it's really creepy now because it's just like I the same box that I have all my yearbooks in. I have about 40 <laughs> teenage kids photos and you realize it's like at a time when you're getting them it's just like completely fine but now it's like you have a box of like you know early 2000s teenage kids that are saying yeah. crazy things on the back like it uh it, it there is um there's an 40 interesting teenage kids photos so this is our 73rd episode and yeah. now our last one because you're going to be put in prison <laughs> you can't take iron i don't think they're going to take iron man to jail with you or the han solo so just start sending that my way <laughs> uh, <laughs> so did did you get for like did you get the formal senior photos outside of school pictures it's so funny like you referenced that as a, a, a thing you would give i don't i i want to say I don't remember giving out the wallet size, but I definitely got, I, I remember getting outside senior photos because uh, the first round I did, I thought I was cool, cool guy. Uh, and like my hair was all like styled up and this and that. And my mom was like, I'm not paying for these. This is horrible. And I was like, <laughs> oh, you know, and then I remember like getting a haircut and I did look better. Um, but so it was like, I remember that, but I don't remember handing them out. Um, I, I just remember like, at times, this is true time changing kind of stuff because we got phones, we got the AOL Instant Messenger, you got MySpace. Like you just were attached more in a digital way that like the yearbook, much like the phone book, was being re retired. Yeah. Um, it, it, it just happened. But, you know, I love that you referenced it as like its its own way of social media because you have all these wonderful messages, but then it also would show your status with that person because not only did we sign things, there were pages where I turned and would put an X through someone's name. So what would that be? Oh, our relationship, it's complicated. Yeah. Uh, then you totally blacked them out with a marker. Relationship status, it's over. You know what I mean? Like that was our way of social media right there of showing how we were to these people um, because that's what high school was or middle school was too. Like, oh, uh, what'd you do with so-and-so in your yearbook? Or, oh, did you find him on this page and eggs him out there too? You yeah. bet I did. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> or drawing the devil horns and a mustache. Yeah. What did people do to Mr. Boring's face. I don't even want to know <laughs> that poor man. <laughs> There's nothing you can add. It's just, it's, you, know, you can't make it that's, worse. That's the worst insult. They did nothing. <laughs> they did nothing to it. Oh man. Oh, poor it, Mr. Boring. I, I do. It does make me curious. Like, because I have seen like yearbooks where people's faces are completely scribbled out and, yeah. and like, the most intense like pen x like you could tell they put some weight 
<laughs> into that page. Um, and it does make you curious. It's just like, am I in somebody's yearbook that I was dating at the time and that I am this blacked out, <laughs> you know, face? <laughs> I think everybody in somebody else's yearbook is the blacked out X'd, X'd out face that ha- you can see the pirates, you know, uh, eye patch underneath of it, the tooth, <laughs> the horns, um, everything under the sun. It if, is. If I'm not, I am now. The people are like, I remember that. I'm going to scribble them out right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, yeah, the 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 comparison to social media, it's just, it's amazing. Like, I would, I'd be curious to know. I don't know any kids that age. Are, year, are yearbooks a thing or are, are they now like dig, digital yearbooks? Like, are they still printed? I don't know. Like, I will let you know in a couple years. I mean, I know we still get photos done. So mm-hmm. I know it's still a thing, but yeah, you have to wonder. I mean, it's not cheap to make these things if no. you're getting full hardback cover, which ours were. And like, yeah, I just don't know how viable they are. So, and I don't, honestly, even if they were, I don't know who wants them. Like, mm. do kids want them? Did the parents, who's it for? Who's yeah. it for anymore with kids having so much access to themselves on the, on the phone or whatever? Right. I just don't know. Yeah, I'll keep, I'll have to keep you posted on that for the future of of if if the if the yearbook is true nostalgia now much yeah. like some of the other things we grew up with yeah. yeah well i think younger kids don't realize either it's like there was you know like certain social medias don't last forever i mean we had myspace was huge yeah and i feel like like you said instant messenger was massive like that yeah. was like texting before texting and stuff like that and all of like even when my wife and I first started dating so this is only 15 years ago I remember going into my day job and the first thing I would do is log on to instant messenger and we would like throughout the day we'd message each other and those don't exist anymore like those right. conversations have been long gone since they shut down weirdly I think it was only a couple of years ago that they officially just abandoned instant <laughs> messenger like it lasted that long um, but same with MySpace most of my college memories are on MySpace and then it transitioned like junior, senior year into Facebook. And so there's a lot of stuff like people's photos and parties and things that we shared with each other that you kind of thought because it's digital, it's, it's oh, I can always access that on MySpace. Well, no, <laughs> like MySpace is dead. Um, right. So I wonder that too about like kids that like they're documenting so much of what they do on TikTok um, and like Snapchat and things like that. Like, it's not going to be there forever. So I do kind of wonder, I do kind of wonder if um, you're going to have some younger kids that actually don't have high school memories because it was posted to a social media mm. that's going to die 15 years from now. Um, yeah. yeah. So it is, it is nice. There is a charm to having my stone tablet, you know, my converted stone tablets. You um, must have and- stock in the yearbooks. You sold that pretty well just now. <laughs> you must still have like, you were probably, were you, okay, were you on the yearbook? team uh the publishing team that kind of seems up your alley were you doing did you do photos for the yearbook there were photos that i took that were in the yearbook yeah because i okay i feel like especially my junior and senior year of high school i took a lot of pictures and there are ones that are in in the yearbook um i'm surprised i didn't actually join the yearbook team i I don't know i don't know if it was because of being in band and other Mm. things that i was very busy with um busy being a nerd with um (laughs) just couldn't add one more nerd to it like ah draw the line (laughs) (laughs) yearbook club av club chess club no thank you i'm gonna stick over here mr boring mr boring even advised he's like oh no i don't think that's too much that's too far (laughs) 
uh, once you go that far, you can't take it back, son. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, but yeah. I was in yearbook class, I think by accident. I don't know what I signed up for, and I was there, and I did enjoy it. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't remember... I do not remember that class for the life of me, but mm -hmm. I do remember we got first access to them. So that was always like mm -hmm. a perk. Um, but it must have, must have been an elective, but yeah, uh, I, I, um, I think it's an interesting thing you brought up that's now going to stay with me of in 15 years, what will the, what will these young people have to, oh gosh, I just called them young people. Um, I could, I could feel my back hurting just saying that. Where's my, <laughs> where's my cane? Um, uh, like what will they have to hang on yeah. to if the digital stuff does get somehow you can't reference it anymore because right. it's interesting. We do have digital photo frames and like their pictures are going, we have it in our kitchen. We have it in our living room. They see a lot of their life. So we do wonder, like we talk about photo albums. Now they have that all the time, but yeah, what if access to that does somehow er erase, mm -hmm. you know, and then what will they have to a tangible? What will they have to hold on to? Be right. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All you have left is boring memories. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, fleeting memories that aren't always going to be there. Yeah. Is that what he calls them? These are my boring memories. Oh, <laughs> man. They're just, they're just memories. Mr. <laughs> Bork, they're just memories. <laughs> this is my boring car. This is my boring office. This is my boring, <laughs> this is my boring house. My boring wife. Oh, my, oh, no. my boring family. My boring, boring children. Kids. Oh, man. <laughs> is he still with us in life? Uh, I was just about to say, God rest his soul. <laughs> like, you know, oh, he doesn't have to yeah, hear this. He's, okay, he's, he's in the boring afterlife. Because <laughs> <No. laughs> I've apologized to a lot of people on this podcast. I'm not apologizing to Mr. Boring. You did this to yourself. <laughs> uh, well, I'll find out, you know, that in the future from like one of his kids that he changed his name to Boring just so he was memorable. Like, so he was spoken about after the fact, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so yeah, we have uh, one one more memory here. Um, and it's from the old David's old ball and chain. Mrs. Boring. <laughs> Mrs. Boring. <laughs> She'll never leave a memory either. <laughs> hey, Bygone Geeks. Scout here. Uh, David's wife leaving a memory about the end of school. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but when I thought of the end of school, I definitely thought about yearbooks and yearbook signing um, and just remembering that moment of getting your yearbook and like excitedly flipping to the index to find your name and see how many pages you were on and then like look back at the pictures to make sure none of them were embarrassing. But of course, um, mine often were. Um, and uh, yeah, and then like signing each other's yearbooks. And, um, you know, I feel like the length of message and like depth of the message had so much to say about like how you know, strong the friendship was. And so I've got like novels in, in some of my yearbooks. Um, so of course, in thinking about the memories for this episode, of, I unearthed all of my uh, yearbooks from junior high and high school um, and was looking through them and showing Harper. Um, and I came across uh, an entry someone wrote, says, Scout, you are such a cool person. I wish I was just like you. And it's signed, Scout. <laughs> Oh. So get a little bit of a flavor for what eighth grade scout was like. Uh, yeah. Um, also, fun fact, I think it was that year. Um, 
I was voted uh, eighth grader most likely to take over the world. Um, and the picture is me uh, doing like, a, I don't know, Dr. Evil kind of uh, <laughs> kind of pose. <laughs> eighth grader most likely to take over the world. Um, yeah, but I, I forgot. I don't remember. She those. hasn't yet, by the way. <laughs> she hasn't yet. That you know um, of. That you know of. You're just one of the minions that would yeah, be unaware I, I, the I, whole time. That's true. I am a very, very small <laughs> cog in the wheel of her, her takeover. So yeah, who knows what she's got. She's got working, but yeah. Um, what a, I, uh, that was fantastic. I mean, I, that leads me to ask you just straight up. Have you, did you sign your own yearbook? <laughs> No, okay. <laughs> that's that's a pretty unique thing, um, but I guess that's where the world takeover people do, and yeah. <laughs> you know maybe that's just not my jam. <laughs> but that is, I feel like maybe she was just ahead of her time. She realized that you know thirty year old scout would get a kick out of you know young scout signing her own yearbook. Um, but yeah, that I'd be very curious to see the photo of the eighth grader most likely to take over the world. Um, that's pretty funny. But because I we didn't start doing those types of categories in our yearbooks till high school, like most mm. likely to this, most likely to that sort of thing. Um, all I know is there's a handful of people that were most likely to succeed or most likely to become an athlete that um, were more most likely to go to the county jail <laughs> is what how it actually turned out to be in my school at least. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. What I love about this memory um, that she shared is because I often did this a lot at the Des Moines con where I got to meet my childhood heroes and now tell them though, my own, my oldest daughter is now meeting them too on the media screen for the, her first time. My, our daughter wanted to see what these books were, what, what these books were all about. And she sat in scout's lap and they looked at them together and like pointed out friends and memories. And I just thought that was so special and really cool to see um, because it's like, it's full circle. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I just really, really liked that. Um, uh, and then, you know, the, 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 what she spoke about with novels versus short messages and the relationships there. Um, you know, I don't know if she shared, but like she did have a blank page for her, her closest friend and it was never written in. So I think when we meet uh, there, she said she's going to sign it. And it'll be interesting to see what memories um, are, are, are on earth there. One thing she asked me to share was that they also had these things called disaster kits. So if like an emergency happened, they'd have their own little um, box of like food and a flashlight and stuff like that. So just in case, right? The person who is planning to take over the world, her box contained Vienna sausages. I would mean. rather be destroyed by molten hot lava, much like my hero, Anakin, because <laughs> I am not eating a Vienna sausage. Like that is a sign that it's my time to leave this earth if I'm put <laughs> to the choice of that. So I just have to get that out there. Uh, my emergency box would not have Vienna sausage. It also probably wouldn't have something that <laughs> it would be perishable, so it wouldn't matter anyways. But I'm not going. I'm not going there. Where, what would? Did you did have she, this? No. Where did she go to school? Like the B Bermuda Triangle? <laughs> no, Mordor. She was. Uh, she. Uh, I, I you need a disaster like, kit on hand about? at all. Time? How old are you? Was uh, the 
was what was Russia doing when you were at school? Like, when was this? Uh, was this when you were first traveling on the boats over to America? That you're a new, you're a pilgrim trying to scavenge. Yeah, I've never heard of anything like that. Like that's yeah. crazy. So what would your box have? What would your uh, I would non-perishable? Act, I'd, I'd be do team, not say Vienna sausage. I'd, I would be team Vienna sausage. Oh my gosh! What a give me who, a, Give me a good Vienna sausage, a pepperoni stick, some beef jerky. I'd be good to go. Okay, for all well then some Tums though. We've discussed <laughs> that. True. We need some Tums <laughs> if we're having the jerky. Ma- oh. Macho Man must have had a lot of. Oh my goodness, <laughs> he yeah. had a lot of Tums. He, he if he was buying eat, into the Slim Jims, yeah, he probably didn't eat his own product. <laughs> like, I, w- <laughs> I wish the next commercial with him being like, "Oh yeah, I got some heartburn. I need some Tums. Oh yeah, dig it." You know, like, wouldn't that be great? Like, he'd be making a lot of money. But I I, I don't know. I I think maybe um, it it would have to be something canned. So I totally understand that. But I just, I've had Vienna sausages on a dare, and it was not not good for me so yeah well, at least it's not like team uh like canned fish like you know anchovies like people who eat mm. canned fish i'm just like okay that, <laughs> that is another that. memory of an episode we'll have to do probably in october but the burbs and mm. he has to eat the anchovy on the pretzel and that was my first introduction to it and now i'm like oh if that's no wonder why you know you could hear the bones crunch yeah. and things like that so it's still though texture wise Sounds better than a mushy Vienna sausage. You'd rather bones in your food than just mushiness? Than hot dog flubber? Yes, I would. I would rather have bones than hot dog flubber. <laughs> this makes no sense coming from the guy that just, we just did a road trip together and probably ate three pounds of beef jerky over the course of three days. Like, I, it's the same thing. It's just in a watery can. It's the wet jerky you always talk about. It's the wet mushy jerky. I have soft teeth maybe i should be eating Vienna sausages. <laughs> oh man i th- just all all of these memories have just been fantastic i mean such a that last week was such a wonderful time for all of us in different stages i mean there was so much a lot of goosebumps and a lot of excitement and like thrills to be had i was just thinking like your first day of school versus your last day of school yeah. A lot of change and a lot mm-hmm. of emotion, a lot of change. Like I love looking at the photos of what you wore on your first day versus how your style changed in that last day. Yes. Um, and then your first day of like sixth grade year and your uh, for last day of eighth grade year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, did young David, the, the constant, whatever I was wearing, it didn't matter. That mustache was there sixth grade year and it was there in eighth grade year. I, I had a mustache <laughs> pretty young, but I, I, I love just going through, through these one, one other memory though, that, um, I was thinking of was, uh, I, I made a critical error. I was advised my fifth grade year and, to I wanted to ask out this girl and then my plan was to spend the summer together. I was advised to wait till 6th grade because we'd be older, mm. it'd be more mature, it'd be cool. My critical error in that was 6th grade. Now it just opened a whole new world, oh, another Disney is going to be so <laughs> mad. <at us. laughs> uh because this person told me like, but we're in 6th grade now. I want to meet other people. Uh. If I had asked her out in fifth grade, 
who knows where I <laughs> so instead of instead of sitting there like how scouts showing all these like sweet reminiscent things you're sitting there with Harper being like see honey this is the one that got this away is, yeah. and then I look at my yearbook next page and scout has destroyed that picture it's just a you know <laughs> the double-sided eraser that would just wreck everything yeah so I, I that was one little last memory that I was like that happened on the last week of school and then I waited all summer astronaut on the first week of school and was rejected and mm. then I haven't spoken to her uh 33 years no um but yeah <laughs> I, then I it did make me want to like figure out what our yearbook messages were to each other and if I was nice or just like always had that you know, you'll never forget me, but in a, in a creepy, crazy way. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah, I would be curious to retouch base with, maybe I'll do that with like with Bobby and a couple other friends of mine to be like, hey, what did I, what was I dumb enough to write in your yearbook? Because it's so weird. It's like now it's like, yeah, we can look back digitally and see what we said and what the other person said, but yearbooks are just a one-sided conversation, um, which is really interesting. Like, there's no other thing that exists like that in modern day. But you're right. There is um, I feel like going through all these memories and stuff. There is there was this charm, and and whimsy to um, like just the like you said. It's like going into the school year was so wildly different than leaving it. That it's just like you. You had all this, the shiny new shoes, the cool new clothes, the different haircut. Like, you're, I'm a different kid. I'm not like, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, in this grade now. And then by the end of the year, it's just like, yeah, all of that stuff is worn and torn and you're growing out of it and all of these different things and moving on to bigger, especially from like fifth grade to sixth grade and then like eighth grade to ninth grade. Um, it is, it, I don't know if I feel like it's so many memories, but went by definitely so so fast and i kind of miss those as adults we have far less transitional moments like that like you need to like get married or buy a house or like very adult stuff like Mm -hmm. it's just um but back then it's just like yeah every few months like every year it's like you were having such a big transitional period where every summer felt fresh every summer felt like a new adventure um and going into school the next year felt like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna rewrite history i'm gonna be the cool guy this year and it's like yeah maybe not maybe not so yeah. much <laughs> what's wild is i live it now as a teacher oh, yeah. i experience this but in a different way i start out the year as rose kate winslet from titanic and then end the year it's old rose saying it's been 84 years like that's <laughs> that's what it, the school year does to 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 me um and instead so. of throwing a necklace off the back of the boat you're just throwing yourself oh, off the back of the boat. <laughs> jumping in head first yes like i'm it. Freedom! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to give it just an, another shout out, you know, Postman, uh, Polly, other Paul, uh, Trevor, uh, my lovely wife, Scout, you know, just thank you for these memories. Uh, what, what a great way to relive. What would you say, um, I don't know, 25 years ago, maybe less, maybe a little less, Twenty, but at least 20 some years ago, as we're talking about having 20 year reunions and other things. Yeah. Maybe, maybe those questions are asked. I haven't been to one, but like maybe those questions, Hey, do you remember what you wrote in my yearbook? Like mm. just spark something fun because that's our own time capsule from back then that yeah. we, that we will ever have. So I, I just, again, thank you everyone. And, and Eric, 
I hope you stay whimsical, but you better keep blowing that horn. I now know. <laughs> I'm going to keep you accountable. You keep blowing that horn and you keep staying cool. It's <laughs> true because that was super cool. <laughs> uh, b- minus all of those uh, really awkward transitional teenage years. <laughs> super cool. Um, but yeah, I agree. Thanks everybody for uh, sending in the memories. It's always nice to hear other people. And I feel like David has said it before too, having these moments of like a shared childhood that you're like, oh yeah, I remember that. Oh, I, I did that too. Um, and yet we were states and thousands of miles apart from each other, but still shared in it is pretty, it's pretty dang cool. So yeah. Um, thanks everybody for listening. And until the next time you see us or hear us, be sure to live your life with just a little bit of whimsy. We'll see you guys later. Thank you for tuning in to Bygone Geek. Please rate and review our podcast and follow us on Instagram at Bygone Geek. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came